everyone, Matt here. And so this week, I want to talk about Apple and their antitrust concerns. And a lot's been going on this week with that. I've been following this pretty closely for some time. So I wanted to share kind of all the news I've collected about it and what this means for app developers, because there's a lot happening here. So yeah, so let's catch up on what's been happening. A lot of this really started last year. So we got to go to last year and Apple's, well, the House Subcommittee on Antitrust investigated a bunch of the big tech companies. And they also investigated Apple. And as they investigated Apple, they were mainly looking at the App Store practices around not allowing alternate payment mechanisms, not allowing alternate app stores, and the overall app review process. And so that started last year. And the House Antitrust Subcommittee actually released a series of recommendations on big tech and antitrust, some of which were specifically about Apple. And that's how actually we get all mixed up in this, how Astropad gets mixed up in this, and why I've been following it for quite some time, is we actually spoke to that House committee on antitrust. We had been pretty vocal after our products were Sherlocked by Apple, which for those that don't know what that means, essentially means copied. It's this term we use for when Apple uh, copies developers' products in their ecosystem, you know, pulls them, just wholesale copies them. Um, there's a lot more to it as that. And there's a couple blog posts you can check out, but that's that's really the gist of it. And so we were pretty vocal about that because they had worked closely with us. And the next thing we know, we're they're copying what we're doing. And so we were outspoken and we came to the attention of the, the House Committee and they wanted to speak with us. So ever since then, we really followed followed along. And I was, I was really pleased to see too that the House Committee even put a section in their report on Sherlocking. There's literally a House report that mentioned Sherlocking. So that's pretty cool that they put that in there. But that's where all this started. And the really, this, it's been building since then. And I would say this week has been particularly bad for Apple. There's a couple things that have happened. A bill was passed in Arizona forcing Apple to allow alternate payment mechanisms for any company that's based in that state. It still has to go through their Senate and be signed by the governor, but still, that's, that's not a great sign for Apple. The UK has also decided to open an investigation into Apple's practices. They're looking into antitrust concerns. And the EU also announced that they just finished up their investigation. That investigation was opened about two years ago after Spotify complained, especially the tactics Apple was using with Apple Music, and has announced that they will be bringing charges in the coming months. We don't know what those are yet, but they did say yes. They have found evidence, and they're going to be bringing charges. And then most recently, I saw the White House announce that they've hired a guy named Timothy Wu, who's a big tech critic. And I mean, he went as far as to say that we lived in a new gilded age of big tech. So he is not a fan. And you can see that he's going to be pushing hard to crack down on a lot of big tech. So all in all, not, not a great week on the antitrust front for Apple. And they're fighting this tooth and nail. They've hired a massive number of lobbyists in many states where this is coming up. And you can see why they're going to be doing that. I saw a recent report that says that by about 2024 to 2025, Apple services revenue will be about $100 billion and be about 45% of Apple's gross profit. So that's pretty wild, 45% of Apple's gross profit. So you can see why they want to desperately try to maintain what they have. And a large portion of that services revenue also comes from the App Store. 
But this week, what's particularly remarkable is the bill that passed the Arizona House of Representatives. This was a bill that was based on what was put forth in North Dakota about two weeks prior, but was defeated in North Dakota. It didn't get anywhere. And that was actually the first state to show up because what's happened is, is because they haven't seen action at the federal level, yet some state legislators have decided to take this into their own hands. And North Dakota was the first state we saw to do that. Apple did threaten to pull their app store from the state, and the state was also worried about how expensive the litigation was going to be. I read a, a comment about one of the state legislators saying that, hey, the state of North Dakota has a state budget of $8 billion, and Apple spends a billion dollars alone just on legal services. So they, they very much felt outgunned. And the you know they got scared too with apple's claiming they're going to pull the the app store from that state which i think is really unlikely and i'll get to a bit but either way it got uh, defeated well another bill popped up in arizona very similar to the north dakota one the north dakota bill mandated that both alternate payment mechanisms be allowed and alternate app stores but the arizona bill they decided to ditch the alternate app stores and the arizona one only mentions that alternate payment mechanisms need to be allowed, which is still a really big deal, you know, and it's better than nothing. And it has passed the Arizona House. It's got to go on to their Senate and their governor. But still, that's really the first crack in the armor we're seeing. And bills are slated to pop up in other states. Coming up next is Georgia, Hawaii, Illinois, and even our home state of Minnesota. They're going to be popping up here. And with it being passed in something like the Arizona House, I think that's going to embolden other states and they're going to be more willing to pass this as well. So it's pretty interesting what, what's happening here. So what do I think is going to happen with all this since I've been following this pretty closely? Well, Apple has been threatening to ban the App Store from states that pass this bill, but I, I really don't believe that. I don't believe they'll do that for a second. I mean, Apple is a company that is terrified of bad PR and can you imagine how bad the PR would be if for a bunch of these, like Arizona's a highly, that's a lot of people live in Arizona. It's, I think it's the 14th most populated state. If they pulled app store functionality and developers in that state couldn't participate on the app store, I mean, I think that would be total outrage. Consumers would be mad. iPhone owners would be mad. It would just be a really bad look. I think, in fact, it would get Apple into more trouble and more states would want to go after them. So I think they're bluffing. I really don't think they'll pull out of any specific states. I think what's more likely to happen is if some states do adopt this, we'll start seeing special cases. And this actually already happens today. So a good example of it, and I actually ran into this myself, is if you're living in California, there's a law there that mandates that you have to be able to cancel your subscriptions online for like anything, for like gym, for anything, for newspapers, you know, without having to jump through any hoops. So some companies like the Wall Street Journal, in my case, I was canceling from the Wall Street Journal. If you try to cancel your subscription, you'll find a phone number, let's say, call you up and they'll make you jump through a bunch of hoops to cancel the subscription. Well, that's not allowed in California. And so what they do is if you change your address, your address is shown to be California, uh, your billing address for the Wall Street Journal, all of a sudden new options appear on the website, right? And then all of a sudden, now I can cancel just online and I don't have to call to cancel. So I think we're going to see stuff like that, where when it's a couple states or a couple countries that there'll be certain functionality that's turned on just for those countries and those, those states, and they'll try to keep that to a minimum. But if enough states 
enact this legislation and it seems like a lot of them are interested in it and that's probably going to just continue and especially if you get some of the really populated states like illinois california new york if you get a sizable kind of critical mass i think it'll be impossible for apple to ignore and at that point they'll have to they'll have to provide it across across the board so it'll be interesting to see when that happens i really think it is going to happen so what does this mean for an app developer today? Well, nothing yet. We're starting to see the cracks appear, and I do very, very strongly believe that in the future, Apple's going to be forced to provide an alternate payment system. So that's going to be an interesting opportunity for anyone that sells stuff via the App Store. I imagine to take advantage of this, you'll need to have some kind of in-app purchase or subscription of some kind. You know, I, I highly doubt this will ever work for apps paid up front. Right, like I, I imagine this will work for in-app purchases only. So that's something to think about too. If you're thinking about doing a new app or making a switch to in-app purchases in the future, subscriptions. I mean, I really do think this is going to open up. I, I don't know how soon, but I, I think it's going to. So nothing yet, but it's pretty interesting to follow to see what's going on. And if you're, you know, feel strongly about this too, I mean, contact your local government. If you're in the U.S., reach out to your state reps. They don't often hear from people. So especially if you're in one of the states that's considering this legislation soon, like Georgia, Hawaii, Illinois, or Minnesota, definitely reach out to them. And, you know, why am I talking about this? Well, I've been following it pretty closely because of what happened to us with being Sherlocked. And I think it is a really interesting topic that big tech in general needs to be reformed. But I also just want to raise awareness about it, uh, let other developers know, and together... Hopefully we can improve the App Store ecosystem. And if we can improve it, it's going to be better for every developer on the App Store ecosystem. And really stop some of these tactics that you see big tech taking against some of these small businesses. So that's our hope long term. And that's pretty much it for today on antitrust. I didn't, all of this I'm talking about is really bringing alternate payment mechanisms, which I think is a huge, huge improvement if we saw that. But that doesn't include alternate app stores, right? Which is a topic for another day and another episode. But I do think alternate app stores are also something that's needed as well. And uh, a big topic there is censorship, but I can leave that for another day. So yeah, let me know. Let me know what you think. As usual, uh, reach out to me, matt at astropad.com and share your feedback. Let me know if there's something you'd like me to cover. And if you've been enjoying the podcast, please head over to iTunes or Spotify and 